Hey, welcome back to the podcast. This is show number 114, and this week's guest is Nigel Baxter. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, I'm here this week. I wasn't here last week, uh, but I'm here this week for show 114. Andrew, how are you? Yeah, good. Cold good. and cold and windy. Yeah, do you have uh, one of those? Bl- is your hair blown to one side because it's so windy? Uh, so windy out there. <laughs> yeah, I haven't quite got to the stage where I've got a comb over. You know what a comb yeah. over is? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to. Uh, you know. And then you, you walk, uh, you walk out in the wind, and half of it flies up in the air. That's yeah, all yeah. Good, you know? I didn't want to insult you because I wasn't sure if you're at the comb over stage yet. Bobby, and I don't, uh, I don't know. Bobby Charlton. Go, go Sorry, Bobby yeah. Charlton. He was a. Is he still alive? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, footballer. He had a mm-hmm. comb over. Famous mm-hmm. for a comb over. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know our guest good enough to know if he has a comb over or not. So I won't say that to to Nigel. So, <laughs> how are you? Um, I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. So we're all good. Just introduce. Why don't you just introduce? You're, yeah. You see, you're so out of practice of being on the podcast. I know. Just miss one show. It's all. It's, it's all gone to. It's all gone to pants. Just falls apart, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> so yeah so this week uh we have uh nigel nigel baxter is joining us hello nigel hello thank you for inviting me yeah <clears throat> looking forward so, to the chat yeah, yeah. Hope, you, hope you're doing well yes so nigel you're from uh sunny lincolnshire yes the flatlands and uh, and, and the, more specifically the proper boston not the one in america that's it, yeah. Uh, yeah. You might recall, Corey, uh, two years ago? No, it must have been three three years ago, maybe, on World Pinhole Photography Day, a few of us met up in Boston. The real Boston. Yes. No, yes. yes. So me, Mr. Piper, <laughs> Jimmy Hickford, and Wendy Chapman. And uh, I'm guessing Nigel was pinholing then, um, but he kept – maybe he wasn't part of the group. Were you part of the group I, then? I uh, wasn't then, no, and, uh, no. So we could have, right. if we'd have walked past you with pinhole cameras, you would have said something, wouldn't you? I'm sure. More than likely, <laughs> yes. It uh, it surprises me how many people stop and ask you about your little brown box, the wooden box. Yeah, it, uh, it uh, seems to attract attention. It certainly does. Mm-hmm. So, Nigel, tell us, um, tell us how your journey into into pinhole photography. But I tell you what, before you before you start that. You've got a really interesting family business, haven't you? Which was, I spent some time when I chatted with you a few days ago. Um, I, I got very excited because I, I was, I had visions of coming up and documenting your day-to-day life. But I don't think I, I don't think I want to go all the way to Boston to photograph you. <laughs> I don't think you want Andrew following you around all day either. <laughs> so tell, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself, and then you can tell us all about your pinhole photography. Yeah. Um... We have a family business which has roughly been going. We've sort of dated to about 150 years. Uh, I'm the fifth generation. Um, and we've always been in Boston. As I say, it's the same family line. Uh, it's changed its name several times because each generation used a different name. Yep. So it's been Baxter Brothers. Uh, it was A. Baxter. It's been Baxter, Ben Baxter and Sons, Bill Baxter, and we're now back using Ben Baxter and Sons, so it just stays out at the moment. 
And, and what is so eighteen seventy one? But what have, what have you been doing since eighteen seventy one? You haven't told us what your what your business is. Well, yeah, it's coal merchant. Sorry, yeah, yeah, local coal merchant. Sorry, missed that. Bit so for out. our um, so we we were chatting just before we started to Corrie as to whether whether we have coal merchants in in the good old United States of America, and we figured we, there must be because. Donald Trump has opened up, uh, when he was in office, he opened up all the coal mines again, didn't he? Because he said he was going to, so he must have done. Um, but, Corey, you don't burn too much coal in, in houses? No. Is it no. used for in industry then, like, you know, in steelworks and stuff like that, I guess it was? I'm assuming that's the main uh, usage for coal. So what, there might um, still be some homes who use it, you know, sure, but uh, not around here. I've got, um, I don't know if this is what you do these days, um, Nigel, but I remember when I was a kid and we had a, a, an open fire and the coalman would come round and he had, he'd, he'd always have a, like a thick leather jerkin on, I suppose it was just to protect yeah. his shoulders and he'd, he'd hump the coal on his shoulder and uh, bring it in and, and put it in the, in, the, in the coal shed, which was outside our front door. Yeah, yeah. yeah. still do that. We don't wear the leather pads anymore. Do you not? Uh, no. Um, they're, for me, they're a bit cumbersome. Yeah. Uh, but we still deliver it. We still carry it on the shoulder. Uh, we also uh, sell it now in pre-pack. Uh, but ordinary coal has got less and less over the years. Most of it now is smokeless. Yeah. Um, a few years ago, people turned to the multi-fuel burners. Uh, and wood burners... Um, not so much for heating the whole house, but for rooms. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people now put them in conservatories. Yeah. Um, but as I say, ordinary house coal, that's over the years, that has slowly disappeared and turned into smokers. And, of course, now we've got all the new rules and regulations that we have to abide by. Yep. Um, so they're all as near to emissions that they want. Yeah. That changed all last year, so... But people still use them, you know. Mm. It's still popular. Yep. And how many years? So, when? How old were you when you joined the family business? Then? Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. Wow. Yeah. Do you mind, do you mind my asking uh, how how old you are now? Sixty-two. Wow. So nearly nearly fifty years. Yeah. Yeah. Me. I used to go um, during school holidays, and yeah. I always were, and I did it on a Saturday. Uh -huh. While I was at school, and then I'm really no intentions of going into the business full time, but it, I just followed on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I enjoy it, and I well, I enjoyed it then, and I still do now. Yeah, you get to meet lots of people, and does that? Um, I, I I just got this. It, I've got this idea that you go and meet people, and you start. You're going to start taking pinhole portraits of people. Is that uh, is that something um, you do? An idea. I want mine. <laughs> you can Look, stick some. You can stick some HP five into your on yes. pinhole camera and do handheld portraits. Yeah, yeah. You know, just for yeah. a, maybe you know in, in in half decent light. You know, for a second yeah. or, second or so. You can. They may not be pin sharp, but you know, hey, yeah. it doesn't matter, does it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the thing with today is with the internet now, we get about, well, and cards. People pay over the phone. You don't see so many people oh, as you used to. Them. Yeah. You know, Do people? I... Does anyone still have those um, coal sellers? Uh, you know, you people it, in my hometown when I was growing up, there would be lots of 
terraced houses with uh, like circular. They look like little manhole covers, but they're actually for putting yeah. putting coal into the in you know, under the house, I suppose, in like a well, coal cellar. Yeah, we have well, we have one mm-hmm. um, that still has one on the roadside, and it's actually in his wall, and it's a grating. Um, okay. We and when we deliver, we have to take the hammer with us to prize the pin out, <laughs> pull the grating out, and then just pour the coal through the hole, and it mm-hmm. falls into his cellar. Yeah, mm. uh, just one left now, like that. Oh. Well, I ho- folks at home, I, I hope you're enjoying the um, coal and solid fuel podcast for um, <laughs> this particular week. <laughs> um, so, Nigel, as, as much as we love all things coal, and I'm sure yeah. that we'll come back to it because I can see lots of lots of projects you can w- weave into um, in, into the life of a coal merchant. Tell us about your journey that eventually ended up with pinhole photography. Yeah, I mean, photography in general, I started really, I went to a night school because we've been on holiday and I think the same with probably a lot of people who come back at the time and I thought, well, I've just been there and I've not really got very good photos when I got back. So I enrolled on a, I think it was a better photography, I think it was called, at college. Um, and it originally, it was, I think it was going to be eight weeks, uh, and because the group that was there and that I was with, and the tutor, uh, we was all enjoying it so much, he turned it into a city and girls course, mm-hmm. uh, which we did. So I passed that. Um, then I got into film developing, uh, just the black and white, uh, enjoyed that. And I've just carried on. I just love taking photographs. But that, you know, it's, it's simple for me. I, I, I just enjoy it. Did you, did you get into camera clubs, that sort of thing? Uh, yeah, I, we had the local camera club, and then uh, quite a few of us that was on the college course, we set up a new one, which we called the Boston Monochrome Society, which was just for black and white. Mm-hmm. Which is, I, I mentioned that because we get a lot of people, when we did projects, they say, well, why do you take them in black and white? And we said, well, the Boston Monochrome Society, it is just black and white, you know. Ah, but it could, well, it could be one single... Color, couldn't it? If you could, yes, yeah, could be, could be, yeah. So we we used to do lots of projects during the monochrome site, and then of course I went I went to the normal camera, which was general photography. You know, you did a you did a a quite an interesting project, I think, through Boston Monochrome Society on uh, on your hometown of Boston. I think a little while ago, is that right? We did, yeah. Well, well, back to my work again. We've not got many photographs. I think I think there's actually about nine that we've got that are really old. I can't believe I it. Thought, From 1871. Yeah. You know, you should have like, you could have an exhibition, couldn't you, of yeah. <laughs> of life in the Baxter family coal merchants. Yeah. As I say, yeah. there's, there's not we've not got many photos. So I sort of had the idea it'd be nice to photograph all the locally owned shops and businesses in the town. Yeah. So through the Monochrome Society, I think there was three of us. Uh, that finally did it. Um, there was John Scarborough and a chap called Mike Calder. Um, and we actually we took, I think it's 384 shops. All it was was the owner and the staff just stood in front of the business. Yeah. Hmm. Um, we did that in 2002 and 2003. Plus, we had. <clears throat> 
I think it was, excuse me, um, we had about 60 that refused. Really? So mm. we'd have been up to four. But the problem is we're looking through them now and I think half of them have disappeared already. Well, they're probably all charity shops or coffee yeah. shops, aren't they, now? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, my um, barber, um, we took, the lad that works for him, he's on two photographs because he worked for two barbers three days a week each. Mm-hmm. Um, and if anybody, if the shop closed down or changed within that time, we went back and took it again. So we've got several with the same building but different businesses. Yeah. And we also, <clears throat> we printed every one. So we've got a box with them all in. And, of course, we've also got one digital files now. Uh, but we took all the times and dates that was taken, plus all the names of the people that were in them. Um, and in the town, we had a um, local horticultural show, uh, and I used to help with that. Uh, and I think it was in 2004, we decided we actually put them up as a full exhibition, all, all in one go. Um, and that was open to anybody in the town to come and look at. Were the, was the exhibition? I like. I can't remember what you told me. Was the exhibition outside or was it inside? It was in the marquee. In the marquee, yeah. Right. Um, and they had to. There was twenty something boards we put up mm-hmm. uh, with them all on, uh, and that created a lot of interest, even though it was present. Yeah. Hmm. You know, um, I, like, I like the idea of um, photographs, and then exhibited around a town but just in a gorilla fashion you know like on, yeah you probably get them taken down but so i know when i've been walking around um east the trendy area of east east london around brick lane cory if you ever come over here we'll take you to brick lane sometimes right. there's street exhibitions you know they're just photographs on walls and things and hmm. is it, I, I don't know how official it is but you know they seem to be tolerated yeah that's cool yeah, i mean we we used to um, have quite a few places where we could exhibit, uh, but to say a lot of them have been changed now. Uh, well, I think you, I think you'll 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 find because you're still active, aren't you? you? Well, I don't know. Is it still you and John? Because we we've been trying to get John. If you're listening, come on the show. <laughs> John, come on, John. <laughs> um, so it, yeah. is this, is it just the three of you still in the monochrome there's, society? There's, yeah, there's me, John, and there's a lad called Philip, um, right. and we meet. Well, we haven't done, we're going to start again uh, soon. Yeah. Uh, but we we just meet on a Monday night. We go to John's house, we have a cup of coffee, and we look at the photographs that we printed that last month. Because mm-hmm. um, then I still like looking at a photograph. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice on a screen and digital, but it's nice to just actually look at the print. So you're passing uh, physical prints around and. Yes, yeah. And we're just admiring them or. Or um, cr- critical um, comments, you know. I mean, in, oh, yeah. in, in the in the in constructive criticism. That's the word I was looking for. Oh yes, I mean, uh, John, he, he tries everything. You know, whenever you go, there's always something different that he's doing. His are always nice to look at. Philip well, he he, try- he he's not just pinhole, is he? I mean, he's he does, oh no, he's no. got um, backs on his thirty five millimeter backs on his Diana and Holgers and yeah. Bel Airs and goodness knows what. Yeah, and it, um, just a little funny one. I, I the other year I had some chocolate peanuts bought me in a big tin, and I yeah. think you can just get a ten bhe to pay for it. Yeah, 
Absolutely. So I give John the tin. Yeah. <laughs> and he took a nice picture of his garden with it. Yeah. And uh, as a pinhole. Yeah, uh, John try anything. Yeah, he's um, on the go all the time. Yeah. Uh, every well, time we'll, I go, there's something new. We'll, um, we'll, we'll get him on eventually, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm sure. So the Boston Monochrome Society, hopefully you'll meet up again soon. But yeah. when, when you last met, is it is it these days, I guess with John and you, with your output, is it pinhole pictures you're sharing? Um, it was. It's a mixture. Mm-hmm. I mean, John, don't, he, he doesn't always use his pinhole all the time. Yeah. Um, and believe it or not, I, my first pinhole photography was taken, it was August 2019. Well, I was going to say, when because you you popped up into the Lensless podcast, I think round about that time, uh, it, into yeah. into the Facebook group, and you'd been you you were clearly heavily involved in photography. You'd done some uh, darkroom work, uh, and uh, why so long to pick up a pinhole camera? How, how did how did that happen? Uh, at one of the meetings, John brought oh. his out. Did he? Uh, pictures, yeah, uh, he, got, say, he showed me the whole guy. Yeah, his <laughs> camera. <laughs> yeah, he'd got the, oh, the, the Ondo 6x6. Six six. Uh-huh, yeah. Was that the end of the um, early ones? Because I, I had one of the yeah. ones when they first launched one with a little shutter on an up and down shutter, you know. Yeah, yeah. Not the fancy one now they've got. Yeah. Um, so I say I saw that and saw the pictures and I thought, I'll have a go. Were you, so I, were you aware of pinhole photography before that? I mean, not as, really, as a not sort of really. concept? I, I, I had done it. I mean, oh, years ago, my niece had, had a project and we built a, a Zoom pinhole camera just for view, viewing. Uh, I did it with a toilet roll holder, a roll and a kitchen roll holder and just slide them inside of each other. We put mm-hmm. a bit of um, <clears throat> grease post paper on the end. Mm-hmm. Act, as a, end act, as a, act as a focus. This is a viewing screen, screen. yeah. 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 Yeah, so I, I didn't know about it, but never thought to get into it until I that's saw a, John's. That's a really good way to get people interested, isn't it, Corey? To mm-hmm. make, you know, to have some. Even I guess even a, a, if you want, you could do it with a pinhole, a larger size pinhole camera with with just greaseproof paper or something on the back. Yeah, yeah. To um, you know, if you have it inside your house and you're pointing it out in the garden, and it's dark in the house. It'll be, I imagine it will be. Quite effective. I'll have to try that when uh, when we're babysitting our little nieces later in the summer. Yeah, and uh, I'll have to educate them into pinhole photography. That sounds yeah. good fun, doesn't it? Yeah, they're, they're going to be ex- overwhelmed with excited. <laughs> well, it's witchcraft, isn't it? Seeing um, <laughs> seeing pictures What's, appear out of nothing. What is grease fr- grease? Proof paper, <laughs> baking sheet like a baking sheet stuff you put on yeah. into oh, a baking gotcha. tray yeah. to stop cakes sticking. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, probably baking sheet, grease yeah. proof, grease proof paper. But you can use it as a like a little makeshift focusing screen if you yeah. if you want to test. You know, years ago when you were talking to the Sunny Sixteen guys, mm-hmm. um, Corey, when you were a guest on there, either ju- just before you started this podcast, you were talking about. Uh, a portrait project with your Holger mm-hmm. and you were, um, uh, you were doing some t- 
test to calibrate the lens, I think, so you could see the focus. Yeah, so this is like three. I know this is definitely three feet, and this is six feet. And yep. you put a, you put something on the on the film plane, didn't you? So you could see the image when it was yeah. sharp. I think. I, actually, uh, that was a little piece of a six by six piece of ground glass that I I think I bought from um, uh, the Holga Mods guy. Mm -hmm. I think, I think Randy. Randy. Randy, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We should get yeah. him on the show. I don't remember if I used. Uh, I don't think I. I don't think I tried it with paper. I think I just saw those. So he had those pieces of ground glass. I just ordered. No, ground glass. Ground glass is uh, is best, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I've got a little. I've got a little piece from. I think when I've swapped focusing screens over on various cameras, and I um, when I when I flip the lens, uh, I'm sure John does this, Nigel. You know, like a. Yeah. Uh, I've got a Brownie Hawkeye Flash 120 camera, mm, and that's yeah. what—that's one of the really easy ones to go inside and take a couple of screws out, and you can just flip the lens around, and then you get um, unpredictable. Well, they are unpredictable until you've done it a few times, and it becomes predictable. But pictures. So my one, my one has a sort of focal length with the lens flipped around of about 14 inches, which is really close. But it makes so you can stick this camera in someone's face pretty much, you know. And get yeah. these slightly distorted portraits with all the swirly stuff going on that um, you know, that, that you'd love. And I, when I was yeah. working out what the focal, what the optimum focal distance was, I, I think I put that bit of ground glass, just rested it on the on the film plane, and thought, mm. well, that's that's about, and measured it with a tape measure. That's a, so, you know, and then I just sort of guess it after that. Right. Yeah, there's always a little bit of guessing involved in it somewhere. Mm -hmm. So you got into pinhole photography after you'd seen um, John's Ondo. Did you did you rush out and buy an Ondo, or did you make one? Because I know you have made a couple, haven't you? Yeah, no, I bought the Ondo first. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I've made. I think I made three. Yeah, there's some pictures. <laughs> you you shared moment. you shared some pictures earlier on um, a while back in the group, didn't you? Yeah, um, I, I did it. Originally wanted it to be, I think it was six by twelve, mm -hmm. uh, and made a f in made a few mistakes. So I'd made a few alterations, so it's actually got a small on now. It's uh, I think it's about six by nine. It's ended up at. Was that the wooden box one? There was one I saw a long wooden yeah. box with a with a slidey with a a little yeah um, uh, the filter <laughs> ring on. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, shutter. That's the word. That's shutter. Shutter. You shied yeah. in that. Oh, come on. Yeah. Yeah, I did that one. I put. Um, I've actually used two pieces of ply, and uh, I routed the middle out on each one, mm. so I could fit the shutter in between the two, and then fasten the two back on the front. Oh, there you go. So I actually got the sliding shutter within within the wooden front. Yeah, folks can see this. I can't. I, I found it earlier, and I remember you sharing yeah. it at the time. And I thought, I'm sure you shared photographs. Of it. So I know if yeah. folks if folks search on Nigel Baxter's name in the Lenses podcast. Facebook group, yeah. you'll see, um, you, as well as all these wonderful images that we'll talk about in a minute, um, yeah. there's a couple of um, couple of uh, pinhole cameras that you've made. Did you make the pinholes as well, or did you buy them from somewhere? No, I bought that, um, and I can't remember the name from France. Oh, those. James, our mate, yeah. James Guerin. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, I, I did try, but <laughs> it, I thought, no, I'll, I'll invest in one. Yeah. Uh, well, I got two. Um, yeah. I think the 0.2 millimetre. Mm -hmm. 
that I bought. Uh, but the, the little box one, I'm quite surprised. It, it um, how sharp the lenses are. Well, the holes. Yeah. Oh, James's. Um, I mean, I think any of these commercially laser drilled pinholes are bitingly sharp. Pretty you know accurate. I mean? Yeah. And I think yeah. they get sharp the closer you get. I'm, I'm sure James told me this once. The closer you get, they become optimally sharp. So it 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 it. It pushes you towards that kind of pinhole look, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I was talk last show, Curry. I don't know if you if you listened. I was talking to Steve Gosling, who wrote that book, you know, Lensless Landscapes, and his photographs aren't really don't really have that pinhole look. You know, I mean, you you look at the work that many of us do, and John does, and a lot a lot that Nigel does, not all that Nigel does. You know, when when you you put your pinhole camera down in front of a a car wheel. I'm saying that because there's an excellent picture that John did in front of a car wheel, and it looks like it's taken with a, a camera with a lens on it. It's yeah. biting, and that was with your Ondu, wasn't it, John? That one with that car wheel, just you posted fairly yeah, recently. I think. The, the, the Firestone. There was there was, yes. there was two I did. Uh, one was a Firestone with a with a white wall. That's it. Uh, and then there was um, an American car. Was it? Uh, and that's that one. That was the first one I really noticed that it was sharp. When I, you know, when you first look at the negative, and I look, mm-hmm. is that <laughs> is that really a pinhole photo? Yeah, uh, it, it was. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple. Yeah, you obviously. This is with the Ondo. You've got the white walled one with a big curly. That's it. That's Firestone. And then there's the one with a chrome. chrome yeah. uh What's it? Wheel trim or whatever. Chrome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the the. That's not pinhole photography, John, um, Nigel. That's uh, that's that's witchcraft you've done there. <laughs> yeah. Um, the one I really, that, uh, that really has surprised me that looks as though it's on a, a you're using an aperture or something like f one point four. I took one of uh, in the town last last year, first year of lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, we had six sea boys located around the town to do with the history. All right, so hang on, just stop there for our American listeners. They they pronounce yeah. that buoy. Boy, yeah. You know, those things that bob up and down in the water. How do you say that? A buoy? A buoy, yeah, you see. Yeah. We call them a boy. A boy? A boy. Yeah. It's a lot easier to say than buoy. Yeah. Anyway, I saw that. That was one. I can't find it at the moment. I'm looking down the Instagram account, but I did see it, and that was uh, that's another remarkable picture. <laughs> yeah, um, as I say, that, I, that they installed them on the Saturday, and I went and photographed it on the Sunday, and it because it was going to be windy, and I, and I know that all the bushes and the trees were behind it, so I would mm-hmm. get the movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I looked at the negative, it, the boy's crystal pin mm-hmm. chart, and everything else in the background is blurred, except for one building in the top right hand corner. So. That's the the connection with the pinhole camera because that is still sharp at the back and the front and everything else because the wind was blowing. It's just blurred and it, it just the negative just jumps out at you. As yeah. soon as I saw it, you know, you, I couldn't believe it. Mm. It's cool. One of those nice ones. <laughs> and um, someone commented, I think on I think on the Firestone one, they said, "Well, I've got an I've got an on-do camera and I don't get anything as uh, <laughs> as sharp as that." So yeah. Have you got a, a really heavy tripod? <laughs> or are you, no, just uh, it, or are you just plonking it on the floor? Uh, I've used to put it on the floor. It's a little. There you go. Yeah. 
yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it, the. I think that one was on the wall. The boy, I took that. I stood it on the pillar. Yeah, is this all, so? The one I'm looking at now. I did a search on the group. It says Custom House Key. And, oh uh, yeah, that's a. Is that? I think it might be a different one because that that's was, a different one. Yeah, yeah. But that again, that looks like a lensed, like a lens photograph. Yeah, that I think you're on... just using your iPhone. I think you're just pulling the wool <laughs> over our eyes, aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> that one was on the. That was on the top of the post. There's a, there's a the safety rail that goes round it, and there's a post in the corner. So I popped it on the top of there. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And I think I've seen the other one that you're talking about. Yeah. There we go. So again, I did a search on the on the Lensless Podcast Facebook group, and there's this thing that you say it's a boy or a buoy. A buoy. Actually, it actually looks like a a little limpet mine or something. Anyway, a little odd yeah. thing with a with with like a kind of weed or a plant growing out the top of it. Yeah. Well, and... actually, did there were six boys, and I think they had three local artists. Okay. Uh, and they did two each, and that one is like a tree, believe flower, flowers, isn't it? On that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but you're using um, you're, you're using neutral density filters a lot. You, you like all that. Um, yeah, I, mean, I like that's, that. That's giving you all that weird and wonderful cloud action, isn't it? Yeah. Well. Yeah. I, um, I don't know whether that helps for the sharpness. I don't know. I, hmm. I seem to think the longer the exposures, the sharper some of them are. It's interesting, isn't it? What's your, do you yeah. use a lot of use some neutral density filters, Corey? Uh, I used to, uh, mm-hmm. but I got tired of dealing with the the dust and you know everything <laughs> that came along with it. So I just started getting slower film, you know. Yeah, uh, and just picking darker, overcast, moodier days to go and just take pictures in general, you know, d- right at dusk. And so yeah, I did. I did use. I actually I have some film uh, that you can use for uh, filters. Uh, yeah. Did I give you some, Andrew? No, I no. <laughs> um, I was sent some by uh, the lady who does all the solar pictures. We had her on the show. I want to say it's Corinne Horman. It might be Corinne. Mm-hmm. Um, apologies if it isn't Corinne, um, and I've completely forgotten who it was. But I've got some gels, neutral density in different in different densities. She was. Um, she, she got. Do you remember the ones with the sun just making a line across the? Yeah. Across the image? I'm sure that's Corinne. Yeah, that's Corinne Harmon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have some, and I've got a couple of because I've got the um, reality. Nigel, I have the reality so subtly. Yeah. You know, the James Gurin one with a screen yeah. of filtering that has a 52 millimeter threader on it, which is the same as my Nikon stuff. So I can. I've got a few cheap. Uh, neutral density things I can uh, I can screw on. I've not done much yeah. though, so I'm always I always get inspired when I see uh, when I see them being used. Well, I, I yeah. used to use I don't use filters much. I used to use them, and uh, Corey gave me some bad advice, and I got a load of rubbish <laughs> pictures. That's what I was hitting a few minutes ago, but you just <laughs> I was like, he's just erased it from his memory. Oh, it's nice having you back on the show. We, we miss you. There's <laughs> no there's no fun when I'm doing it by myself. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, um, I've been. I recently used the Ilford Pan F, the fifth. Yeah, I saw you yeah. started using that. How you like? How you liking that? I like it. Yeah, uh, um, and I've, I've still used the neutral density filters with it. Uh, mm. I think I'm certain I did one of the windmill right. uh, in in the town, which, and I, I actually took two. Uh, but the one I wanted was the sails going round. Mm. The sky was fairly dark, the clouds was moving slow, so 
I put the notes all down. I think it was the eighth one I put on. And it gave me, I think the time was three and a half minutes in bright sunshine. <laughs> wow. It's got, it's got the sails are actually spinning. You know, you can actually see them. Yeah, because if you lost look, them completely, it would look a bit silly, weird. wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because well, <laughs> yeah, sometimes you, I think with pinhole, it, it, what you think is going to happen sometimes doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With Especially with movement. You, you think you've done it short enough to catch it, and when it looks, there's nothing there. It's um, well, you, you've you, you've got a mastery. Well, I say mastery. I mean, yeah, I think that's the right word of of, of pan F. I see that. Um, I just looked at another picture when I see I commented on it a year ago, hmm. trying to trying to steal more technical information from you. So this was a picture of a memorial, which has got railings around it, and oh yes, yeah, and that's the sun, the sun behind it is projecting the image of the railings on the ground it looks like a crown or a yeah yeah it's um that one is just around the corner from me it's um a local road victims memorial um, oh is it for well a lot yeah. a lot of people a lot of people lincolnshire is one of the highest counties in england for road road deaths isn't it yeah uh, they've got uh, well it's in a local wood so they've got this bit on its own it's very it's also nice they have a there is a building there which you can sit and reflect and they have, um, you know, the plaques on the wall mm. and then this one is in the middle of the walkway. Yeah. Uh, but I originally went, the photograph I went to take is there was what we call an owl tower, which I've got on there somewhere as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took the owl tower and just as I was walking back, that was straight in front of me. So camera went on the floor and that was the picture. It's um, yeah. N- Nigel has a the easiest way to look at Nigel's pictures either while we're chatting or later is to go to his Instagram feed, which is uh, backer fifty nine back, backer fifty nine b a double c a fifty nine and uh, halfway down the screen that's a, that's a stupid thing to say anyway away down you'll see this uh, picture next to the tower which I think John was referring to. But I'd commented on this picture a year ago, apparently. I've got no memory of it, but anyway, I did. And um, I said, um, I know it was in the Facebook group I commented, I said, oh, excellent and lovely to see some Pan-F being used. Because some people shy away a little bit from Pan-F, but um, I know last week's guest, last show 113's guest, Steve Gosling, Mm -hmm. he, uh, he used it most of the time when he was photographing for his book, Lensless Landscapes. Uh, and you'd used it, and I said, oh, of course, I said, what developer and time? See, I, I hate people who ask, <laughs> who ask, what developer and times are you using? I'm such a hypocrite, because I said, hmm, well, you wouldn't ask a chef, how did he cook his, um, how did he cook that nice bit of halibut? Cook, yeah. would you? Anyway, I asked it, again, being the hypocrite that I am, and you very kindly responded and said, Andrew, for Pan F, I use Ilfosol 3, which um, is, a, is a lovely liquid developer for particularly for slower films, 100 and below, uh, 1 to 14 and developed for four and a half minutes. So it's very precise. For metering, I did use a Western Master 5. You see, none of this pinhole app. Incident reading. <laughs> and it seemed to overexpose. That's interesting. So Because um, it's right into the sun, this picture, isn't it? It's a tricky yes, one, really. Yeah, directly, yeah. I think I'd have been tempted to just point my meter down at the grass and avoid any avoid that sun. But anyway, which, yeah. which picture are you on? Right. Well, if you're on, if you're, are you on the Instagram feed? Yes. 
right? So, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's um, <laughs> so you've seen some, there's, there's some elephants. If you see the elephants, keep going below. Yeah, there's a tank, keep going, keep going. Yeah. Then you've got the two car wheels, keep going. Yep. Then you've got a, a soldiery person in shorts, keep going. Mm hmm. And then you've got that wonderful picture of the lady in the town centre doing things with her arms, which we'll come back to in a oh, minute. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then you've got that um, buoy with the plants growing out of it. Uh, yeah. Which is, um, and you've got a church, which is called mm -hmm. Stump. Keep going down. There's a telephone. Keep mm -hmm. going down. There's a boat and a cat. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a steam engine. And there's a guy with long legs because he hasn't mm -hmm. really got long legs. And um, there's some more flowers. There's a guy on a skateboard, which is not really a guy on a skateboard and model mm -hmm. on it. And keep going down, keep going down, keep going down. There's a there's a licorice man, a Bertie Bassett chap. There's a oh, there we go. And eventually you'll come to some benches, and below the benches is this memorial, which is a thing with railings around it and the sunlight oh, yeah. directly into sixty-two hearts and one comet. See the one? Yeah. So that's with that's with Pan F. Ah, oh, no, on here, you said it's Fomapan 100. So which is it, John? You're, you're, <laughs> um, I called you John, uh, Nigel. Yeah, so on... I probably may have got wrong. Um, on, on it, so it's either Fomapan 100 or it's... No, it, um, it, 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 that's wrong. 50. I got that wrong. It was Pan F I did it on. Yeah. I did, right. yeah. Mm. You see, I, uh, first, I used a lot of Fomapan to start with. Well, you get some nice long exposures there, yeah. don't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, now it's definitely Pan F that one was on, mm -hmm. definitely, because uh, the um, as I say, I don't use I'm the Western meter. I don't use that anymore. I've now got a phone app. Yeah. Do you, do you, do you use just a metering app, or do you use do you use the pinhole assist? Everyone seems to use the pinhole assist. No, it, it, it's just 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 a light meter. Do you? Um, yeah. And I always use on those charts. So I always convert it with the chart. Oh, does that no. does that give you the time in your in in yeah. the small in the smaller aperture? But what pretty, about pretty close, that, huh? What about allowing for extra time? I, I mentioned the the R word. Do you um, do, do you have, have reciprocity, Dan? Do you not? No, no, oh, okay. never. Well, we always um, thought it was a myth, didn't we? Correct. Um, no, I I always um, with the light meter. I I always point it half in dark and half in light. Mm -hmm. uh, and if it's really bright and I want it bright, I give it a little bit longer. Yeah. And if it's dark, I give it a bit shorter. There you go. <laughs> I've got a rotate. Um, well, it's a rotate. It works for me. It does doesn't it? Um, I find that's easy. Um, I wonder if sometimes we give our pinhole images mm. end up giving them too long uh, an exposure, Corey, because. Skies, skies can be awfully difficult to control. You see so many pinhole pictures where the skies are just washed out. You know, yeah. because presumably, you know, if, if you if if you if you're exposing for a long time, or if you've got your developer development sometimes um, slightly wrong, then you could be pushing those highlights way up the scale. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you 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 seem to be able to control your all your skies look. Yeah, I, pretty, I just say pretty I'm, well, pretty well controlled, don't they? Yeah, yeah the, the stilt walk he was talking about. Yeah, that lady uh, um, waving her arms around. Is it? What do you call it? She was on stilts, is she? On stilts, yeah, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I did ask her. I asked her first if we could take the photograph. Yeah, um, and I used the 
meter on the phone quick, uh, and it gave an extra, I think it, the time on the chart was actually two seconds, but I just did it for four because mm. it was bright. And, and yeah. there's only a little bit of the sun that is burnt out, but the majority of the detail in a fan that she put out, mm-hmm. uh, it was in the negative. So that one worked out well. That's a beautiful picture, and yeah, I it almost it, tell you what it reminds me of. I know she hasn't got a mask on, but it, it, <laughs> I know it's taken in Boston as well. But it it almost reminded <laughs> me of something you'd see in Venice, you know, for the carnival. Mm. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. That one I took. Someone actually took a photograph of me taking her and sent me it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, again, you know, you've got the the sun is right behind her. Clothing or fan thing, whatever it is she's waving around. Yeah, yeah. It, it, um, I interested um, there all afternoon. I, I did. I did take some digital pictures of her as well. I did mm-hmm. have the digital camera, but uh, I've got a couple more. Um, but sometimes the thing I, I still get mixed up with how far in the distance people appear when you think they're going to be close <laughs> beyond <laughs> those. <laughs> mm-hmm. So how, I mean, this was. Um, this is fine, isn't it? I don't. You, yeah. You, you probably said you were like a foot in front of her or something. <laughs> uh, it, it was the distance of the bollards because the camera was on a on a, oh, a bollard. Was it? Yeah. What on yeah, a you did you, on a grip it on a gorilla pod or something? Was it? No, I just hold it. Oh, push, push push it down. Yeah. Right. right. Oh, well, you done. You've got a steady old hand there. Yeah. There you do. Yeah. yeah. No, if I, I mean, if I don't use, I have a little manfrotto. It's it's actually about. I, Six inches from the ground. Oh yeah. Have you got? Yeah, I know the one you mean with a little ball head on. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. 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 I use that. Uh, yeah. Uh, mostly, mm-hmm. um, but as I say the the western meter that I had, I think it's come to the end of its life because I split it started. I was getting totally. Well, I mean, from my experience, I was thinking that's not right. Don't yeah. seem right. Yeah. No, yeah. So. Well, those, they have those old selenium cells, don't they? And they do, yeah. after a while, start going um, Yeah, so going I, wrong. I, I, well, the one I downloaded was just called Light Meter, and I get on fine with that now. Uh, it's... You've heard it here first, folks. Um, Nigel produces some cracking pinhole pictures, and he doesn't even <laughs> bother making... Well, I say you do. You, to be fair, to be fair, Nigel, you're out there in the sun, and you said, well, it's two seconds... And um, if you look at most most films, one or two seconds, probably the guidelines are double it, which is kind of what you're doing instinctively, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think you, yeah. you you're you're kind of you're kind of allowing for it, but you're not worrying about it by looking up a chart or you know. No, well, the, I, if 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 I'm going somewhere. To take photographs, you know, when I've got an, an idea, I'm going. That's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll do the first one and meter it. And if the light doesn't change, very rare do I alter it. I'll leave it as what the first one was. Yeah, that, that's really um, that's a really good thing to do because when you get if you've got a load of negatives and they're all of the same density, certainly if you're a darkroom worker, once you've made one print, then you're pretty much in the yeah. in the ballpark, aren't you? Then yeah, I think. Sometimes it, it when I first first few months I, was, I spent most of my time looking at the meter and the, the thing and sometimes you can miss the photograph. Mm-hmm. So I, I get a rough meter reading when I start, 
So if anything is catches me eye straight away, I can get the camera down and I just hope we should for that time from the first one. And more often than not, you get a picture. Mind you, you're not mm-hmm. going to be missing. You're not most of the pinhole subjects that we take pictures of. It's not exactly like sporting action, is it? You, you, you know. Some of them, uh, I think some of them that I've got on there have been. You know, you, it catches your eye. I did one at, um, I went to East Kirkby, mm-hmm. uh, where the Lancasters, just Jane is. It's just mm-hmm. down the road from us. I mean, there was one, I got the big bike. Yeah. Um, I mean, I put it down quick and then the move, they'd gone. Right, mm. okay. So if I hadn't got it down, it, it mm-hmm. would've, I would have lost it. So, yeah. yeah. Shoot from um, the hip. <laughs> you, um, before we come back to what projects we might want to invent for you for your coal merchant business, I've just spot I've just spotted in your Instagram feed a, a photograph of a box that says Ondu one three five pano panoramic. So have yeah. you got a, have you got a one three five? I have um, six by not six by two. You know what is it? About twice the, the, twice the, the frame width. That one. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like it? I can't get on with it. No. <laughs> sometimes, me, it doesn't, sometimes it just doesn't work, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I'm nothing wrong with the camera. I, I just... I, um, it's, it's not for me. It's 35 yeah, millimeters. Yeah, that's, 35 yeah, millimeters. Sorry, that's what I meant. You know, yeah, sometimes yeah. you just kind of like just don't jive with it, you know? Yeah. Uh, I've, I've just got uh, one in the process. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there is a picture of it on, I think it's I'm probably on the Facebook group, a Salido one, I think it's called. And oh, is this a... your camera conversion um, that you did? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, it, it, I mean, it was all broken, so I took it to bits. Um, but the the bottom plate, what the lens folded out on, I yes. fastened it as it was on the camera. Yeah. Um, so I've I've now done another modification. I've taken it to bits again, mm. and that plate is. Uh, is it concave is in within it yeah so I'm, see, I'm, looking it. At, I'm looking at it now go on carry on yeah so that front plate I've actually turned around now and I've put it so the point is on the inside so and it, it's working out at just over 15 millimetres from the film to the pinhole that's a, mm. insanely close so you used a, a, fold, a 120 folding camera uh, a Franca Solida 1 I've got that's the one yeah yeah and I've got uh, Franco Solida 3s which have got a little range finder in them but the one is um, yeah. part of that same family and looking at it you've got the, the door would normally fold down yeah. like a drawbridge mm. and the lens pops out on a bit yeah. of the bellows and you've got the door shut so behind that door is it, is everything removed effectively all the, the bellows yeah. the there's bellows. nothing inside now apart from uh, the film now, plane so you can yeah, now film what I've, yeah what I've recently done I've taken that off Mm-hmm. And I've turned it round, so that you mm. uh, the pic, the picture I'm looking at. You've got the the trap door that just comes down, and in, and that's like con uh, convex, with you, and the, and you, so you've now taken it off and put it round the other way. So you it's almost acting like a recessed lens that's door. It. Now, so it's good, yeah. it's now even closer. I mean, it was yeah. pretty close before, wasn't it? But now it's yeah, even no, it's super close. <laughs> I've um well I've put I've. Mm. Put my little pencil in and measure it. I think it's just over fifteen millimeter hmm. on the film plane. So that's I'm going to try that next. Well, I've got, you've got me thinking now because I've got a I've got an old Agfa folder sitting with 
all the bellows are shot and I can't be bothered to fix it. So um, that would be something to do with that. Yeah. Have you got and any pictures course, with this yet then? Have you no, not yet. Yeah. No, no, I haven't. Uh, and plus the thing is, the, you've not got to worry about the film because it's already at the back, isn't it? They, mm -hmm. yeah. They put the film in and wind it around the back. Whereas if I tried to make it myself, I think that's the hardest bit, is getting the film to sit properly. Yeah. Well, you're going to have um, some interesting results of that. Super wide, you know, you're going to have to find some yeah, um, some great subjects got, for that. I, I, well, as I say, I've got quite a few places lined up at the minute. With Probably with a lot, lot of people work when the weekend comes, the weather turns, doesn't it? You can mm. have a lovely, nice while you're at work and then come the weekend, that's it. Well, as Corey was saying, you know, sometimes, yeah. sometimes with pinhole photography, going out in, when the weather's not quite so sunny is, uh, can work in your favour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Yep. You're, you're, yeah. Um, so I'm also now found a picture of your wooden six by nine, maybe? That's what it, you said. Yeah. So you've made a little box and it, uh, you've got a filter ring on it and I can yeah. see a tripod mount. And a clever little shuttery thing that uh, yeah, that's the one. It it's got a, the tripod mount on the mm -hmm. side and on the bottom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, well, that's good. Hmm. Filtering is it was a step down ring from well, it was in a box, so I must have used it sometime. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> somewhere. That, yeah, it's it's actually stuck on with industrial double sided tape. There you go. Brilliant, and, and that's got a reality so a subtle pinhole. Yeah, in. that one has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the the, the other one is in that Salida. Yeah, Salida. brilliant. So what um, what can we do about your day job? Because you you've got to document it, or maybe can't you get John to document <laughs> it with well, his pinhole probably, cap, or his, I mean, with his Holger or something? You know. Yeah, I mean, we I'm always taking pictures at work now. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, just the yard itself and um, the vehicles. I mean, the, have you seen my forklift? That's my forklift, work forklift. I've popped that on. Is it? Is that on Instagram? Yeah, it's on. No, I think that's just on podcast, Facebook. Page. In the Facebook group? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. I think I called it from the driving seat, I think. Do you. Obviously, you know, you've been in this family business for 50 years and, and everything is so familiar to you. When you yeah. started um, when you started with Pinhole Photography, did you find that you began looking at things in a whole new, uh, whole new light? More, clo uh, more closely, yeah. Because mm. I, like, I like a lot of them to be close up. I mean, the, the yeah. one I've just mentioned in the forklift, it's actually on the edge of the seat, which is... Well, I was saying eight inches from the steering wheel. Mm. Mm. So I do look at that more. I don't um, scenery goes uh, in the background. I think, um, would, and especially with my job, if I go out delivering, which is get out in the country, and I see lots of things, I always take a note of it and think, "Oh, I'll be back there." I've, I mean, I've, I've seen a nice one, but it's not Friday. Which I'm hoping to go back if I get permission to take the picture because it's actually on somebody's property, but um, I don't think we'll mind. Yeah. No, I've got that, but that'll be a close up one. It's just a car and a figure, but it just catches your eye. 
I use um, what do I use when I'm driving around? I use map map marker on my phone, which is you know you can pinpoint, stick a pin in the map, digital yeah. map, and and then yeah. add, write some notes in as well. So that's quite a good thing to, to do. Yeah, I mean, one of the, I mean, I've been found with me, especially at work, nearly all the time. Yeah, uh, I never think to use the camera on the phone. I've, <laughs> I've often people got me say, "Why don't you take a picture of it?" And I'm because I usually take my little digital camera with me. Yeah. I always keep that. So I've used that, but no need to because I've got my phone. But I never think to use a camera on it. It's strange. Don't don't feel right. No? <laughs> mm. Well, I think you've got to you've got to properly somehow document your business, you know. And, I, and I'm thinking I'm thinking portraits, you know, studies of yeah. what you're doing. So I think yeah, uh, I, you, you need to commission John, I think, to do it for you. Yeah. yeah Okay. Um, no. Yeah, I mean, look, I think the more recent ones, I've got a picture of my father and my uncle. Uh, uh, but prior to that, there's my granddad, uh, his brother, and I think there's two others. The yeah. great grandfather, yeah, and then two more. And that's all we've got. Mm-hmm. And it, but I think it was the fact that nobody bothered to take pictures at work, did they? You know, no, it, well, I they, think wouldn't, they wouldn't have seen it as. People, you know, social history and recording the past. Some people would have done it, but if you were in the middle of it, you, it would be far from your thoughts, wouldn't it? You'd just be wanting yeah. to get your job done and get home. Go, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, well, it's, I say I would call it a regret is that I wanted didn't do photography before I did because mm-hmm. I could have done all this when I started. Yeah, you know, but, then there yeah. would have been a lot more pictures, but it's gone. You know. It, can't do anything about it now. But Mm-mm. look at all the people yeah. you can reach through social media now. So you know. yeah, yeah. What's that thing you've made, which is some kind of box that you put your on doing? What's that all about? Oh, yeah, that's um, what I was looking at on your tripod holder. Your tri- for like yeah, a yeah. I I I did some pictures where I wanted I wanted to turn the Hondo uh, a quarter turn, but I couldn't get it to do it on the tripod. So I made the little box. I fitted the ondo in the box. Then the back of the box fits to the tripod. So when I tip the tripod over, the ondo is facing upright. Hmm. Very good. And and then I what I I did some trial ones. I think I put them. I think I put them on. Uh, one of them is the wallpaper in the bedroom. Um, huh. I did the exposure and just divided it by four. Um, did the first one. Turned it a quarter turn, second oh, one, another quarter oh, turn. Yeah. Oh. Uh, it was just a bit of fun just to see what it looked like. That's um, pretty cool. Yeah. I've done several other since. Um, one I did of a statue in the garden, a uh, bird table, mm-hmm. a concrete one, just of the face. Mm-hmm. Uh, me thinking it was close enough, but when it was developed, it's got me patio windows, the bedroom windows, the garden chair, and everything else in it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got the four turns on it, so it looks rather strange. Uh, but I enjoyed doing that, so I, I might do some more with that. You right. sure? You sure that's a cool idea? It sounds like you're having loads of fun. So you've dabbled a little bit in colour as well, but uh, I see the clematis. Clematis. Oh yes, that's the, uh, that was um, Kodak portrait, I think. Kodak, yeah, no, that, that's that's rather lovely. 
I like the yeah. delicate the delicate whites on the flowers. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah. And the sky as well. It's really yeah. nice. Screaming. That was, yeah. um, I'm trying to, I think that was, I remember it was about three or four minutes, I think, that exposure was. For the flowers to come in? Yeah. 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 I mean, though, luckily it was, it was quite still on the day. Yeah. But the clouds were coming across the top. That's what um, I wanted to capture. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, yeah, I did, um, with the 35mm camera, I did infrared as well. I like that Kodak. Mm-hmm. Oh, have yeah. you still got some of that then? <laughs> no, I haven't got any. John has, I think. He? I think yeah. he's still got some in his fridge. <laughs> he was saying. Yeah. I had a roll of it. I did, I shot some of it when it was available, you know, uh, and then I did have a roll of it until recently. I gave it I gave it to somebody, I think. I said, do you want this? I forget who I gave it to. Because yeah. I'm not going to use it. Corey does a bit of infrared stuff, you know. Yeah. I haven't in a it, while. No. It did because uh, um, a lot of people say about developing it. Uh, it's a bit of hit and miss. I think mine was. Mm. I went, we went out with the monochrome society. I've got a role in the camera, um, and of course I, it was handheld, uh, and the shutter speeds were too slow. So I, I altered it to thirty two hundred. Uh, took the role and I developed it with Kodak T Max developer. At thirty two hundred, and I got mm-hmm. some pictures. So that's how I used to do it. Mm. I think everybody's different, aren't they? They are. Yeah, I think whatever um, you do, if you, uh, I've not really played around much with infrared. I think you just need to stick at it and find something that works for you. You know, be it yeah. the way you meter it, or be it the way you develop it. Like everything yeah. in this um, in this hobby is, don't chop and change too many <laughs> things. Uh, at yeah. Once. I mean, I, I um, two weeks ago I did a, a classic. Well, I call it my classic ones because I'm always doing things wrong. Uh, double exposures. That's the main one. I'm good at them. Yeah, aren't we all? Uh, I'm really good at them. <laughs> I went. I did put on. I think I put it on the podcast page. I had three pictures left on a roll, and there's a local building there, and um, which I like photograph, but it's nice. So I went to finish the film off, and I got when I got back on the last three, I got two pictures, one picture, one double exposure, and one with nothing on. Mm. <laughs> I've only got three to do, but I, I'm, I'm getting good at them, clever. But the other week, I took the Olga to photograph this old building, and at the time, I, I didn't realise. I twelve photographs, wound them on, got back, uh, thought I got. Um, Ilford HP5 in when I took it out it got Ilford Delta 3200 in so mm. that was a big mistake oops um, no light meter readings into brilliant sunshine so I thought well it's going to be ruined I bet it wasn't mm. uh, so I stand developed it yeah. for an hour in Rodinol yeah. and when I developed it I'd I'd got the 6x6 mask inside but somehow I hadn't realised that the window was on Six before five, hmm. yeah. So I don't, I took the 12 pictures and got there is the six by six frames there, but the actual pictures have crossed over at six before five. Hmm. Hey, we had a little bit of technical difficulties, but we're back. Mm. Blame me, I think. Okay, we'll blame Andrew. <laughs> 
I thought you'd got it set to auto destruct after sixty minutes. You know, like an like an ejector seat. That's it. No matter where you are, you just you're get out. you just you're out after sixty <laughs> minutes. <laughs> I think out. Nigel, Nigel, you were in full flow uh, talking about a story, but I can't remember what it what you were saying. It, it, was, it was the whole day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, recapping, I've 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 got the wrong film in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got the the window on the back set to six before five. Oh yeah, yeah. And I took twelve pictures, so when I got back, they're all overlapped. Yep. Just with the six before fives of the building, and I did I did, I stand developed it because I wasn't sure how it would react. Will it be in thirty two hundred in brilliant sunshine? But they all came out. It was it, they're, they're not bad actually. But, with those um, with those uh, overlapped images, sometimes you can get some really happy accidents, can't you? They're, they're yeah. quite because well, the, the building. I mean, it, it it it's just a standalone. I think originally it was um, it seemed as though it, I'm, I might be wrong because nobody seems to know, but probably a working shed where probably engines that worked in there because it's like a little living space with a chimney on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but unfortunately. People are getting in it. The doors have disappeared. The part of the roof disappearing. It's slowly getting less and less. So I went and talked to more before it finally disappears altogether. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, I put one on the. I think it's on. I think I put it on the Facebook page. Um, it's of an old building and it's got a for sale sign at the side of it. It's on a roadside, and that building has been there all the time I've worked, and it's now. The side wall is falling out. This is not. This is just normal wear and tear. Yeah. The windows moved the roof. The tiles are getting too weighted, and it's still standing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm find out tomorrow when we go past see if it's still there after all these. Well, that wind. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, for for twenty odd years, I've photographed anyone who's seen any of my pictures will see that cottage I photograph out in the fens and. It's gradually disappearing, you know, and it's a real, yeah. it's, it's a real shame. But I've photographed it over twenty years in various mm. states of, of repair. Yeah. I mean, this mm. this one's popular because it, it appears on a local for, uh, Facebook page, and there's always pictures. How much longer is this? The final year <laughs> will it succumb? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, to, yeah. But it just and it still keeps standing, so it'd be nice for it to have got through all the winds. Yeah, it it it. it it's one, as I say, it's one of those that everybody likes going to photograph. Yeah. Um, it's easy to do something. Well, Nigel, um, what can we say? Uh, sorry about the technical hitch, no. but um, there we go. Um, it's been really lovely to, uh, yeah. To, yeah, to, catch, to catch up. And uh, yeah, do, part, do pass on our regards to John. And uh, I will. I'll have a yeah. word. You probably you have a word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Slip, him, slip him a fiver. <laughs> film, I think, probably do it. He likes right. his film. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Okay. Right. Corey, you got anything else to add for we, for you, for you go away and stitch this uh, podcast together for me? No, that's it. Thanks for coming. Nigel. Thank you. And we yeah, maybe we, thanks, thanks, Nigel. We may we'll maybe be back in two weeks. We'll have to see how yeah. our schedules are yeah, lining yeah. up. We'll figure it out. We will. Thanks, All everybody. Right. Yeah, bye thank bye. you. Bye. Yeah, bye. Yeah. Yeah. So what's so going I... on? At the moment, just struggling with the wind. 
just had no greenhouse panels go. <laughs> mm. Have you um, 